high-ish poems. I know I've been going, but I had to get some things together, and I did. And I just had to figure out what way I wanted to go with my brand. And look at this now podcast, y'all. Of course, I'm going to continue to upload, you know, motivational stuff and poems onto my page. But I just wanted to branch out more and also do this podcast because I be having so much to say that I can't always fit into, you know, words because it's only so many things you can type and post on Instagram that you're going to actually read and look at. So for those that do come onto my podcast, thank you. I very much so appreciate it. This is new, but thank you guys so much for coming on for the ride. So I'm going to get into it. And, (laughs) ooh, okay, so I've been thinking a lot about hella things, but the main thing that has been present in my life, not speaking on certain people, we gonna get into that, but just certain things that have been present in my life is just crazy. So recently, I've been trying to go, well, not trying, I am going through a change spiritually, and like... I've been working on my inner child, trying to do my shadow work, all of that. And it just, and I'm starting from the beginning of everything from trauma, which I'll touch bases on that later on when I'm, you know, more comfortable with like with that. We'll get there. But just like childhood trauma, things I've went through, I've just been like really trying to take my time and heal through it. Because growing up, not like I didn't really know. Like mentally, I always knew I want to get through it. I want to get to the point where I'm no longer sad about it. But I never really took the time to break it down, this, that, and the third. Why am I like this? Why do I feel this way? I just want to move, 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 get through it. So now at this age, which I'm just 22, not that old, but I feel like it's a good point in my life to start this process. So when I get older and if I do decide to have kids, you know, I won't be broken. I won't be... Like I just, it'll, it'll be a different version of me that I would like to have when I have kids. So basically, I just been starting from the beginning of my life, where you know, why why do I react a certain way? What triggers me? And it's just sometimes like you, I want to go on this order of like how the first, second, third, but it just seems like things is not going in that order. Like. It's certain that things I can face at a time, but then it's like, okay, that's not really present on my mind, but this trauma that happened is. So we're going to get into not even exes, but people from the past. Boom. <laughs> so yeah, back when I was in, it all started back in elementary school. Keep in mind, y'all don't really know what I look like because I do not post myself, but I am a dark skinned beauty. And back um in elementary school middle school I was always bullied for you know being darker being too skinny just anything my hair anything that anybody could look at and be like okay I'm gonna say this I'm gonna say that and as a kid kids are mean first of all but as a kid I just took all of that to heart I would just try so hard to fit in be a a people pleaser and you know it just let me down a terrible road and this thing I had went on until my freshman year in college and I'll explain why so 
basically I just was a people pleaser trying to be fit in where you can get in and like it just wasn't me and over time I started to see that and I started to branch out I started to be friends with different people and I started having friend groups within everybody I was cool with everybody so that was just me so fifth grade is when, you know, everybody start having crushes. So-and-so, like, so-and-so, K-I-S-S-I-N-G, kissing under the tree. So when it came to that, I was still, you know, nobody liked dark skins at my age at that time. Excuse me. So I'm just, everybody's dating everybody. You're playing, I think, Oreo, if that's the right game, but playing these games like, oh, you're her boyfriend for this long. And, like, it just... Anytime it got to me, it just met, was met with so much disgust. And I'm just like, yo, like, am I ugly? Like, I just felt so ugly as a child. And I know y'all like, okay, when is she going to get into the part where this brings people from your past? I'm getting there. I'm just giving y'all a little origin story. So, yeah. And as time progressed, middle school, people started to look at me like, you know, be like, oh, okay, she cute or whatever. So there was this one guy, and I was in sixth grade, and he was in seventh or eighth-ish. I think he was in eighth grade. And um, I had a crush on him since elementary school. But, you know, I never said nothing to him. It was always just friends. And so somehow, somewhere, we started, like, you know, being cool with each other. Anytime, so I was a band geek in middle school for the time I was there. So in the morning, we would have to return our instruments to band class. So I would be walking to band class every time my instrument. Every time I saw him, we would hug each other. And that became a routine. Every morning before I would turn my instrument, we would hug each other. If a day was missed, the next day we'll be like, oh, where were you at, blah, blah. Blah. And then it got to the point where people was like, are y'all talking to each other? I like, I'm just like, no, that's just my friend. Chill. Okay. So, <clears throat> oh, so we started texting and stuff. And like, I'm goof, like, I'm not gonna be one of them girls like, oh, I'm goofy, I'm silly, but I'm funny. Like, so we'll be texting, cracking jokes with each other, you know. It was cool, it was vibing, but that it just stayed on that level for a minute because it's sixth grade. And I wasn't really, you know in that mindset completely, but I knew I had a crush on old boy. And towards the end of sixth grade, it kind of, you know, came out that, you know, we liked each other a little bit. So seventh grade year, I was not in school. I was homeschooled from seventh grade until I graduated high school. And that kind of led me to continue to be uh, um, people, I can't even, people pleasing. Because Okay, I had the experience when I did like certain things, but it's just I never had to deal with people to know like, okay, nah, we're not finna be like this and yada, yada, yada. I didn't get there until I got into college. So seventh grade, me and old boy, we're still talking, texting. He like, where you at? You gonna be at school? I'm letting him know, no, you know, I'm homeschooled now. You're not really gonna see me. But we kept talking, kept talking, kept talking. And it kept like, it just progressed, progressed, progressed to like, okay, now we're flirting. And I guess now we're kind of dating. So my eighth grade going to my ninth grade year, like, I used to always go to the skating rink. And, like, at first, I didn't, I never knew he went to that skating rink. So, one time I was there and he was there. And let me go back a little bit. 
there were times that we did fall off from each other because keep in mind, I was homeschooled. I was young, didn't have a car. Parents was not finna let me be around no boys. Duh. So we didn't really always have consistent conversation. But when we start seeing each other at the skating rink, it kind of, you know, snapped back into the, all right, we back on our, we back on it. We back on it again like we never left. But, and I was just so happy, like, because this is before things got real. It's just, like, very much still cupcake phase, very much still, like, you know, laughing, giggling, just the happy phase of the whole situation. But 10th grade came. 10th grade came. And it got real. Like, he was always telling me what was going on with his family, and I didn't mind it. I wanted to be there for him because at this point – we were dating. I wanted to be there for him. I wanted to uplift him and yeah, all that all that good stuff. And it's and like, you know, it's a beats he will always tell me it's in bits and pieces of it over time, of course. But like it just started to get really, really bad. And then I found out he was talking to this whole nother girl. Every, like it was just so much revealed. And I was just like, what the hell? Like I'm over here thinking you just talking to, I don't, I don't know why I thought that, like, I'm homeschool babe. Like, why did you think he was just talking to you? But um, I'm over here thinking you talking to just me and this whole time you got a whole nother female over here that got a child and you dealing with her while you dealing with me. And it, like, it broke my heart. So I just say, you know what, forget it because obviously this is who you're with for real. You posting prom pictures with the girl. I'm not finna get in the middle of that. So... I cut him off and I'm like, you know, I'm done with the nigga. I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. I am done. And keep in mind, like, I we never really, we never kissed. We never did none of that extra stuff. Like, I feel like we kissed maybe one time. I don't know. But we never, it was just always talking, seeing each other. Like, it was real pure, real cute, real childish, <laughs> which was okay. But, um, so, where was I? I got off topic. But okay, so I cut him off cold turkey. So that summer, he hit me up talking about like what's going on, like yada, yada, yada. And I was like, bro, you had a whole girl. Like I couldn't do this. And then he was like, but we used to be in love. And right then and there, I was like, yo. Like he he literally almost pulled me. At this time, I started talking to somebody else a little bit. Like we wasn't dating, but you know, piquing my interest or whatever. But I was like, he almost pulled me back in with that. Like, I, for a second, I was like, yeah, I really did love him. And now he's confirming that he loved me. But then I stopped and I was like, wait, this can't be love. This was such a, like, it was so draining. And I felt like I could fix him. I felt at that young age. But that just stems from other things that, you know, I will get into later on into the show when we, you know, get there but it's just it just I just thought I could fix him I thought like I could be his therapist I thought my advice will change something in him like it will shake him up it will make something you know change and in reality it didn't all it did was me I was pouring in a cup and I was just losing my happiness my I was just losing all of that I was draining myself I was going dry while I was watering. Like, it's just, it was so toxic. That was toxic before I knew what toxic was. 
And I was just like, nah, bruh, this is not love. And I'm just, I'm happy at that age. I knew like, yeah, nah, he just saying that. I can't do, I can't go back to this. It was just so draining. But honestly, that didn't even stop the cycle of me going through situations like that. It was probably a start. That probably was like, you know, first test, here you go, girl. But then over time, I just got repetitive, repetitive, repetitive. I saw this post that said, why do I keep getting the man that needs to be saved? God, if I'm you, just say that. And that's how I felt. I felt like, bro, why am I just getting these broken guys? Like, why? Like, God damn. <laughs> like, I just, I'm tired. It's draining me. Like, I'm trying so hard. And like, I think my issue was, I was too busy trying to fix all these motherfuckers that I didn't take the time out to look at myself and look at my reflection. I'm just over here thinking, why am I getting all these broken niggas? Meanwhile, baby girl, you the broken bitch. <laughs> I'm not no bitch, but you've just, you're, I'm broken myself. I got pieces to pick. I got things I need to fix. And I'm just over here just back to back to back. Just dealing with folks that is draining me when the main person I should have been had my focus on was me. But me being me, I never spoke on this type of stuff to my parents. I never told them really what I was going through or my heartbreaks because it was just, I was raised to where I'm not supposed to be talking to boys. I'm supposed to be liking boys and stuff like that. So why? I was just being sneaky. So I wasn't prepared. Like, yeah, they taught me some things, but I just still was not prepared for everything. So it hurt. I feel like he was maybe my first kind of love, but I wouldn't too much, you know, give him that trophy. But he was one of the guys I loved first, and I cared about him a lot. And do I now? No. <laughs> um, I don't wish nothing bad, but it's just no. And this brings us to people popping up out of nowhere, people from your past. Um. So the other day, I was on my Instagram and I got a request from him. And I'm just thinking to myself, it has been years. We I, we haven't followed each other on social media. We haven't like you have you don't you don't even have no clue I still exist. But out of nowhere, how do you how did you find me? I guess Instagram messages suggested me, and for that they wrong. Cause I'm just like, damn, like you can't you can't leave it in where it was at when we left it, like. There's no coming back. Like, I just, I used to be the person I'd be like, okay, this much time has passed. Like, maybe things will be different, but um, no. I'm not saying people don't change, but when you give somebody a time after time after time, it just is a no-go. It doesn't matter for me, at least I'm speaking for me. It doesn't matter how much time passed. I will never let somebody like that back in my life. Yeah, I didn't really go into every detail but y'all that was the one of the most stressful like I feel like that was top one relationships that drained me out of everybody I talked to he was number one he he started the whole trend of being that draining nigga and it's like my thing is this don't take it as I'm saying niggas can't go through nothing or they can't bend but it's when it's somebody playing on your heart when it's somebody that care that knows you care about them no matter what no matter how tired I was I gave my advice he played on my top he played on my heart 
And it was never anything neutral. It was always him, him, him. I'm not finna sit and make it seem like I'm the perfect pretty princess because I'm not. But take it or leave it, that nigga drained me. And I was too young to be going through shit like that. I didn't even understand it. But me trying to, I don't, I don't even know what I'm trying to do. Cause this is my my time was before TikTok and all that. So I don't, I just, I had Facebook. I had Facebook. It was me looking at the people around me get this attention, and I finally was getting it. And I just feel like I settled. I plain and simple, I settled, and I was young. So hell, like. I, don't, I thought this was going to be the one. This was going to be the nigga I built with on some young, stupid stuff. So, my thing is certain people, and this is how everything ties together. It ties together like this because I'm at the point in my life where I'm trying to, you know, understand why I am the way I am and why I think the way I think and what triggers me. How can I react to these triggers better? How can I not project? And it just seems like it's bringing me back to him. The start of, you know, I'm not saying, you know, all healing processes have to include man because it don't. This just so happens to be what popped up. This is so what happens to be what the universe has brought to me. Not like as a test for instance as a test to see how do I go about this is she really changing is she going to let him back in is she going to let him talk like what's going to happen and for me I'm gonna be honest I'm not I don't know all the answers but what I'm leading towards is not letting him talk not giving him that part of me again not even opening up that door because why would I open the door that I shut for a good reason And that's really where it starts. When you're healing, when you're going through certain things and you're trying to progress in life, God will bring certain things back. He will bring new things back. It's not even noticeable back to see, is is she ready for the next step for real? And it's just, I realized like, because I really realized it because when I seen it, I was journaling. Because sometimes like healing and being on my spiritual journey has been, a blessing. It has been a life-changing experience, but it is not the easiest experience. There's times where I want to give up. It's times where it's tough. It's times where it's hard, but I keep pushing because that's just who I am as a person. I'm not just going to sit and, you know, stay in the same place. I like to grow. So in order to reach my next level, that's why I said I'm ready to embark on really working on myself, getting to my shadow self, working on my inner child, healing my inner child wounds. And it's just crazy to me that, and I've been on, and this is not like I just started. I've been doing this for a minute. So I feel like, cause I went, I done went through so many levels of this regarding the test part. And I'm just, I'm proud of myself, but it's just like each diff, each thing is just different and it surprises me. So, yeah, he he popped back up. I don't know what he got planned because he can go ahead and keep that to himself because I just don't have time for that anymore. I don't have time for relationships or friendships where it's just, it's not equal. And I don't always feel like, you know, everything's not always going to be equal. Sometimes somebody needs you to pick up that slack. But when it's all the time, you got to let that person go. You got to look at yourself and be like, really, is this, is am I happy? 
Is this where I want to be? And I just know I can't do that again. The past sometimes has to stay in the past. And I don't know if it's just me being selective or biased, but it's just, there's times where, there's one ex that I went back to time after time, and each time was the same result. I just disappeared on him. Not to be petty, not to be spiteful, but I thought he was what I wanted each time because I always came back to him, but he was just familiar. He was just safe, but he did me wrong. And it's maybe it's the Scorpio in me <laughs> that is just like, you did me wrong, baby. I just can never see you the same way again. But I just couldn't, I couldn't be, I couldn't let myself be with him. I couldn't like, I couldn't stay happy. I couldn't stay complacent. I had to remove myself. So with this other guy popping back up into my life out of the blue, me not running into him, none of that. It's just like, okay. This is where it really started with how I felt towards relationships, how I view relationships, and what I thought what a relationship was. It's where it all started, for real, because he was first, the number one. OG. <laughs> OG. <laughs> so I'm just, I'm just really, I'm not here for it. And I know with some of some of you guys, like there's always been a time where a person has popped back up in your life and you was just like, okay, maybe, you know, maybe this is meant to be, maybe this is supposed to happen. It's like, no, sometimes it's a test. Sometimes if you continuously go back to the same thing over and over again, not, you're not going to get to the next level. You're not going to get to what you're fighting so hard for. And that is where I'm at. I'm fighting to get to the happiness I deserve, to get to the person I know I can be. I want to elevate. I'm going to do everything in my power to elevate. I know it's not going to be easy. I'm human. I make human mistakes. I have human emotions. But if I can work on being able to react better, control them better, cut cycles better at this age on up, thank God. Because I don't want to carry some of the things I've been carrying for so long into my old age and be miserable and not know how to love, not know how to be a mother to my kids if I choose to have them. I'm going to always clarify that. So it's just, it all starts with the test. And I can tell you in the beginning, because I started this process in September and that was the first test and I ain't, I was doing good, but then I slipped up. I, I, I messed up, but then I realized what I caught myself and I said, hold on, you was doing this, that, and the third before this happened. Don't stop just because something came into your life that you think you wanted. Because one, it's just, that's one thing we do. We'll work for something, work for something, not really fully complete the work. But once we get a taste, once we get a little piece of it, oh, complace, we're done. We're, we're stopped. <laughs> we stop working. And that's where we mess up. You work to get it, work to keep it. And that's what I've just been learning and teaching myself for real. <laughs> but I just had to bring that up. People popping up out of nowhere after you've done cut them off, 
said your goodbyes, I I don't even know if I really healed from that situation. And I feel like it's a good thing that it kind of did come back up because now I can look at it for like, did I really heal or did I just move on to the next person and ignore that? Because I don't know if I really healed for real. But one thing I say, crazy thing about love is we accept a lot of things <laughs> that we most definitely would be looking at our friends like, I know you lying. I know, like, why are you sitting there letting them be like that? Because they love them and we just don't get it until we are put in that place. But I'm going to go ahead and move forward from this topic because I feel like I done <laughs> got a little bit off topic. So um, my next topic is relationships in our generation and just how I feel for myself because a lot of this is going to be about me because, you know, I'm going to talk from personal experience. I'm not just going to be shooting shit out because, hey, that's just... I would like to be, at, like, I just like to speak from experience. So, um, relationships. So, I haven't been in a relationship for, I think, almost two years or a year and some change. And I feel like my last relationship was one of my best relationships. I will give it that much. But it also, it didn't, okay, it did hurt me. But it didn't hurt me as bad as, like, not to compare, but it, I'm going to say it hurt. It hurt a lot because the person that I was with, it was unexpected. And, you know, I just was like, okay, this is the last one. This is going to be the one I'm going to be with. Because at this point in my life, I learned how to have a healthy relationship. I learned how to, you know, manage it better. Because at that time, I did. But, you know, like I said, I'm not perfect. I did have my flaws. But, you know, it was never nothing where it was like, okay, uh uh-uh. It just did not work out. So with that, I feel like when we start putting in our heads that this is the one, I'm going to marry him, I'm going to give my all to a boyfriend, that's kind of where we mess up because it's like, at this point, I'm visioning my life with him. There's no life without him. That's not even an option. So when it happens, we're so broken, we're so hurt, we don't even know what to do with ourselves because it's like, what the hell? Like, the last thing I expected for me to lose you. Because I thought you was the last one. I thought this was my final. <laughs> I thought I reached the final boss. Like, I thought this was us. And then it's just like, no. And I wasn't prepared to live life without you. And that can kind of, that can kind of mess us up. And it's just, it's tough, I'm going to say. But I'm going to, I can't really go fully into this subject. I'm going to bring it into the next episode. But I just want to say relationships in this generation are difficult. And this is going to be the leading topic for the next episode. So please tune in. But it is difficult when you, when you get hurt and then you try to go back out there because people in my generation, they just, they not it. They are not it. And it's just, it's difficult to pursue. It's difficult to pursue. 
And that's where I'm going to leave it because if I keep talking, I'm going to go a little bit over time. And I'm thinking I want to keep the episodes at like a good smooth 30 minutes. As of now, I promise I most definitely will progress them if I do. Well, when I do have guests, the episodes will be longer. But, you know, I'm starting out and I just, you know, I appreciate you listening. (laughs) If you listen to the full thing, I appreciate it. Um, what are your thoughts? What are your comments on when somebody comes back in your life, when you're healing? Do you feel like you've passed the test? Do you feel like you felt the test? Have you acknowledged what the test was? And also, what are some things that help you when you're on your journey? What are some things that keep you focused? Because there's times where I get discouraged. I get to, sometimes I might sleep into a depression where I don't want to do anything, but I know I still push myself. So what do you do? What helps you? And last but not least, I have been working on a book. It is finished and it is called Picking Up the Pieces. And I will be releasing it next year and I'll give an exact date when it gets closer, a little bit closer. But I'm excited about that. And I just want you guys to be on the lookout. I will be releasing a poem book called Picking Up the Pieces by Poems. And there'll be more to come. I appreciate you guys so, so much. There'll be way more to come. Thank you for listening. Shh, out.